This is Katie McCowan, and you are listening to the Radical Radiance Podcast. Hey, friends, welcome to the Radical Radiance Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca George, and I am so excited about today's conversation. I wonder, do you ever feel like you struggle to find belonging? Do you feel isolated after the last several years that we've had in the pandemic and you're coming out on the other side wondering where your place is in the body of Christ? Well, today's conversation with my good friend, Katie McCowan, is going to encourage your heart so much. She has a brand new book releasing called She Belongs, Finding Your Place in the Body of Christ. We talk all about it. Katie is such an encouragement to me. I have loved getting to walk alongside her as a fellow author with the same publisher, and it's just a joy to get to celebrate her as she releases this new book into the world. And so help me welcome our friend Katie back to the show. Katie, I am so excited to welcome you back to the show. Thank you for being with me today. I am so excited to be here. Anytime I get to talk to you is a great day. I agree. I'm so excited. And you are releasing a new book called She Belongs, Finding Your Place in the Body of Christ. And I remember talking to you about this book as you were, I think, writing your first draft a year or two ago, which is so fun to kind of see this come to fruition. And you and I talked months ago about just how... God's timing has been in the message of this book. And I think that's that's so important to say from the outset. And so I always love hearing kind of the story behind how you became passionate about this message for women, particularly in this time, and just how you've seen God bless this project. That is a great question, Rebecca. And it's so interesting. You bring up God's timing, and I love it. God did this with the first Bible study I wrote, She Smiles Without Fear, and that study released on January 1st, 2021. So it was like the year we all learned about the word COVID, and it was all about addressing uncertainty. And when I was writing it, I didn't know anything about COVID. I was writing it before that whole thing happened in the world. And I feel like this this project with She Belongs was very similar because when I was writing She Belongs, I really was just trying to obey where I felt like God was leading me. But we didn't have all of the research that we have now about how isolated we have become post-COVID. All of that information has come out in the last six months or so. And that was all after this Bible study had been written. And so it's always sweet to watch God show his sovereignty in things like this. It's such a, to me, it's it's such a testimony to his heart for us. He knows what's going on in our world, maybe before we can even identify it sometimes. And he is pursuing us. And he is going before us to say, this is what's going on. And here's what I have provided for you. And so when God was putting it on my heart to write, I was not aware of, you know, it's been called the pandemic of loneliness now. I wasn't even aware of those terms. I just knew what had happened in my life. Uh, My husband and I were married. It's been 19 years. And when I married him, we set off 
you know, on what I call this adventure in the National Football League. So my husband was a professional athlete, and little did we know when that happened that we were going to move 12 times in 13 years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we kind of had this idea of how it would go, and that is not how it went. And along the way, we had six children, and I would find myself in a new city, in a new neighborhood, I didn't know where the grocery store was, much less where a friend would be. <laughs> and I had all of these little people. And so I would find myself kind of in my home and it could feel very alone. And that happened for 12, 13 years. And as we were moving to all of these different places, I can tell you where I was sitting in my car on the road with I think I had two littles in the back at the time of the car. I had found the grocery store and we had gone and then we were on the way home. But I just remember the Holy Spirit impressing on my heart how important it would be for us to be at church on Sundays. Now, that might not sound like a big deal. You might be like, well, sure, you know, you go to church on Sunday. But remember, my husband was a professional athlete. Their games were on Sundays. So with little kids all by myself doing all these things, it was kind of a thing to try to, you know, we had to go to the early service, which means we had to get up really early. I am not a morning person. It was, it would have been easy to drop during football season. There was a lot going on. And I just, I felt like God put that like really specific instruction. And, and at the time, I believed that to be more about my kids more about it will be important for them mm. to learn that church is more important than football. That's what I really felt like God's instruction was about. But over time, what I realized is that was for me as much as it was for them because it was moving towards the body of Christ. And just to go ahead and clarify, the body of Christ and church as we know it in America right now, a lot of times those are very interchangeable. So I'll probably use them, you know, to mean sure. the same thing. But for me to move towards the body of Christ, that was really, I look back, those people were my, you know, in She Belongs at the very beginning, we define I give a definition of belonging, and that definition includes things like the feeling of security and support when you feel acceptance, inclusion, and identity as a member of a group. And that is exactly what was provided for me through the body of Christ for all of those years that really did feel so much mm -hmm. like I was all on my own. I was, you know, doing life. I was trying to keep up, catch up, you know, and figure things out. And God in his love moved me towards other followers of Jesus. And let me clarify this. Like this was not like one of the things I talk about and she belongs is, you know, if you're from my generation, you absolutely know about the orange couch at the coffee house from the sitcom Friends, you know, and that's what we think about when we think about like community mm -hmm. and belonging. We think about people who are in the same stage of life, who understand 
exactly what's happening in every minute of our day because we're all doing the same thing together and we have these casual, comfortable conversations on a couch at a coffee house. But that is not what I'm talking about when we talk about belonging in the body of Christ because the beauty of what happens there is you get people older than you and you get people younger than you and you get people from different backgrounds and different cultures and different experiences and you all come together and you learn from each other and you support each other and you accept each other and include each other and it's a very different environment than just hanging around people who are kind of trudging through the same things as you because of the beauty of the experiences that all come together sometimes in our differences. Yeah. Psst. Did you know that my debut book, Do the Thing, Gospel-Centered Goals, Gumption, and Grace for the Go-Getter Girl is available wherever you like to buy books? I wrote it well, I wrote it just for you, friend. So if you are ready to see your gifts and talents from a gospel-centered perspective, prioritize goals related to your calling as you move forward with gumption and grace, maximize your passions in the work you do every day, actively partner with God to serve Him and love others, and overcome negative thought patterns so you can brainstorm, develop, and create with the confidence of a go-getter girl. If that sounds like you, then I want you to order today at the link in the show notes below. Each chapter includes prayer prompts, scripture for further study, questions for reflection, action steps to move your goal forward, and accompanying videos for individual or small group discussion. So grab a friend or 12 and let's use God's word as our compass to do the thing. After all, if not now, when? One of my greatest joys is having the opportunity to come share God's word at women's events, retreats, and conferences. I'm booking speaking engagements for this year and next year and would love to chat with you about your church's next event. Shoot me an email at hello at radicalradiance.live to start a conversation today. I love that so much. And I'm thinking of all of the things that you know, you would have been walking through in those early years where you were moving so much and you were adjusting to a new place and you were finding a grocery store and you were a young mom and you were walking through different ages of your kiddos all at the same time and you needed support. You needed community in that season of life. And we've gotten away from that mm -hmm. as we kind of come on the other side of COVID. And so that's why I just... I cannot get over God's timing of this project because uh, it's a lot of the conversation I have with my husband often of who is a lead pastor as we kind of navigate that in our own church. And I love that God showed you it was so much more than your kids, right? Because I think so many times that that can be a driver and it should be having, having our kids, um, be in church and raise them, raising them in that environment and in that community. And, um, we belong there too. And so I just, I love, I love, love, love that God showed you that. And one of the things that stood out to me as I was kind of looking through the material as well is so many times we can focus so much on our scars, our past wounds, maybe even within the church, uh, which can make it really difficult to find our place like you're talking about in the book. And so I would love 
to talk a little bit about just why it matters so much to fix our eyes on Jesus and his purposes for us in his church, rather than focusing so much on our scars. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. You know, one of the words that I used when I was talking about the definition of belonging was identity. And um, that definition of belonging talks about the feeling of security and support when our identity, when we feel this identity from being a member of a certain group. But I think what happens a lot of times um, when we're looking for that belonging is that we begin horizontally. And so once we get to the point where we're willing to say, I need this, you mentioned that we need it. Sometimes we don't want to say we need it. We think we need anything else because it does feel risky sometimes because we're beginning horizontally. And so when we begin horizontally with belonging, and when I say horizontally, I mean person to person. When we begin horizontally, we -hmm. will do two things. We will point at ourselves and we will make decisions about us, our own identity, and what will be perceived as our identity. And then we will point at other people and we will make assumptions about them based on what we decided about ourselves. So that's where the scars come in. Because we will say, I am, and without realizing it, we will identify ourselves. You know, you may identify yourself as as your, you know, your profession. Like I am a teacher or I am a nurse or I am a stay-at-home mom or I am, you know, a firefighter. Like You've probably said that I am, but a lot of times we'll also identify ourselves by our scars. And so we'll say, I am, and then whatever that thing is that you immediately thought of right now that categorizes you, that identifies you, you will lead in with that when you seek belonging horizontally, person to person first, you'll kind of lead that. It'll go before you. And then you'll make decisions about how other people are going to accept or include you based on what you've determined. And then we're, we're just starting from kind of a difficult place because there's this, there's this thing in between yeah. us and the people that we're trying to move towards and it's all of those scars and, and all that, that life has come up with that Satan keeps bringing up to shame us and to disconnect mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So belonging has to begin vertically. Before we ever belong in the body of Christ, mm-hmm. we have to know we belong to Jesus. And that's actually those words called yeah. to belong to Jesus, that is in the Bible. That, those aren't, I didn't make that up. Romans chapter one, you can read the, the opening paragraph of Romans chapter one and Paul is writing and he talks about those who are called to belong to Jesus. And so I think so often with belonging in the body of Christ, we just want to start with all that could go wrong, or maybe examples of all that has gone wrong. But really what we want to do is focus first on the identity that comes from belonging to Jesus. Because we belong in the body of Christ Mm -hmm. first because we belong to Christ. 
And so when we bring, that's right. I mean, we have scars. Every single one of us do. So let me go ahead and stop there because for the woman who's listening or, or the person who is listening who's like, I have all these scars and I'm the only one, that's not true. Even the people that you look at and you say they don't have the brokenness in their life that I have in mine, they do. You may not know about it. You may not know the depths of it, but we live in a mm -hmm. broken world and every single one of us have broken lives because of sin because of life circumstances, we all know what brokenness is. And the Bible says that by his wounds, by the wounds that Jesus took on the cross, we have been healed. So he has been wounded so mm. that we can be healed of all of that brokenness. And then the other part of belonging to Jesus is, is knowing deep in our hearts that all of the brokenness we are so aware of is not something that Jesus backs away from. Jesus gives us example time and time again in scripture that he moves towards us in our brokenness. When we feel like the world, you know, kind of leans back, Jesus leans in. He knows it. He is well aware of all of those scars in our lives that we might try to hide, that we might try to put a, a nice little Band-Aid on. Meanwhile, it's festering and getting infected. And he is not afraid of it. And he is not here to shame us because of it. Mm. His body was broken and he was wounded so that we could live healed by his life and his sacrifice of death on the cross and Amen. his resurrection. And I just think sometimes we need to sit in that a little longer before we start trying to figure out how we're going to belong in the body of Christ. Mm. We really want to grasp what it means to belong to Jesus and, and ask him to give us yeah. a new perspective and a new identity because of who he is. Before we can know who we are, we need to know who he is. Mm. So that's our first step. And that's really how we begin when all we can think about are, are our own scars and brokenness. And it feels risky to move towards belonging in the body of Christ. That's where we want to begin. We want to begin by coming to Jesus, by seeking yeah. to understand more what it means to belong to him and be identified by him. I talk a lot about this in the first week of She Belongs. So there are so many verses in the Bible that talk about being in Christ. In fact, there's a I have a list of them in the first week mm -hmm. and what it means to be in Christ because it's our identity in Christ that leads us to the body of Christ. So that's where we want to begin. Yeah, that's so good. So for a listener who is totally tracking with us right now and they're thinking, yes, this is this is the shift that I need to make in my thinking of first remembering that I belong to Jesus and out of that place, I also belong to the body of Christ. What are some practical next steps they can take as we're walking into this new season in the church, as we're all you know, hopefully thinking about what that, what that means for our season and how we belong to the church. What are some things that you want listeners to be thinking about as they process that? 
So there's a couple of things you can do here. Uh, one of the things that I talk about in She Belongs is that our belonging in the body of Christ is most utilized, most realized, most um, effective when we participate in a local church. Now, there may be some listeners mm-hmm. who that feels like a really big first step. <laughs> so I'm going to get to that in a minute. But before I do that, let me back sure. up and let me say this, that belonging in the body can begin with you grabbing a copy of She Belongs and two friends. Uh, let me not use the word friends because, I do. again, I think that we have definitions of that that aren't necessarily like just two women or two people in your life who maybe you work with yeah. or maybe you maybe God keeps putting them on your heart and you're thinking, why do I keep thinking about this person? You know, maybe they're not your best friend that you sit on an orange couch at a coffee house with, but two people and you grab a copy of She Belongs and you commit for five weeks. Like that's one hand. That's not in it. That's not even the fall. Like that's, that's like a month plus a week, you know, and you just make a five week commitment to get together. That would, in my opinion, that would be a really simple first step. Like, I'm not asking you to commit until the holidays. (laughs) I'm not asking you to commit to this large setting with a lot of people. But what will happen when you do that is you will be connecting on a meaningful level with other believers in Christ and getting into the Word of God. And that would be a fabulous place to begin. Because let me say, how many times do we grab a copy of the Bible study and we do it by ourselves in our room? Even in my local church, we have this plan of reading scripture and studying the Bible that the whole church will do. And there's this acronym for it about, um, you know, coming to the scripture and observing it and applying it and praying. And we actually just recently added an S to the end of the acronym, and that S stands for share, because we don't want just to Mm. get by ourselves isolated to absorb the Word of God. We also want to be a part of sharing with others what God is teaching us and hearing from them about what they are being taught. That's growth. And I talk about this in week four, and we talk about how growth begins in the soil. That's the soil of our hearts. Yes. And we contend that soil alone, Mm -hmm. but the pulling of the weeds and the guarding of the soil, that is best done with others. So we will flourish more in Christ when we are engaged with other members of the body of Christ. So that would be a simple first step, in my opinion. If you are ready for more, then yes, I think another step would be, if you're not currently engaged in a local church, to do that. Now, I have a little, it's called Finding Your Place, little uh, resource in She Belongs that kind of takes you through some steps to take in order to begin engaging with a local church in your community. Uh, 
physically going to the church. So mm -hmm. if that's something you're ready to do, you can grab a copy of She Belongs and you can just kind of go one step at a time. But I also want to say this. There may be a listener who is already attending a local church. And I want to challenge you with this, that there is a difference between attending and engaging. And so your, your place right now That's right. might not be attending a local body, a local church. It might be taking that step to engage. And what that looks like might be instead of coming in, sitting in the same seat you sit in every Sunday, singing the songs, maybe even filling in the outline as the pastor teaches and then leaving, maybe you look around and you greet someone that you don't know and you say, hi, how are you? I'm, it's nice to meet you. Maybe when they say, we'd love for you to get involved in a small group, maybe you go check on that. Maybe there's a sign-up sheet and you put your name on one. Or maybe you need to go ask someone a question and say, you know, I've never really gotten involved in a small group. How would I, how would I do that? Or maybe you look around and you notice the people serving and you begin to ask God, where can I serve? How can I participate with the yep. other believers in this local church to serve you and serve others? And I will tell you, when I started yeah. serving with my local church, the depth of the relationships went from, you know, casual acquaintance to really knowing and trusting other members at my local church. There is something really special about serving alongside one another. That's all over the Bible, striving side by side for the sake of the gospel. So those would be, depending on where you are, those would be some options of the next step to take. I love that. So good, so good. Okay, well there, are so many, I could just talk to you all day about this message and I'm so excited for listeners to get their hands on it. And like you said, whether it's grabbing a couple girlfriends and sitting at a coffee shop and walking through it or within the context of their local church, maybe we have some listeners who are small group leaders within their local church and they're thinking and praying through what they want to do this fall with, uh, with their group, this would be a great time, I think, to walk through a message like this. And so I'm so excited that you put it together. And before we go, you know this because you've been on the show before, there is a question that I ask every guest that comes on the Radical Radiance podcast. And it goes back to a verse that the Lord just really used as he was giving me um, just kind of his vision for what the show would become. And the verse is in Psalm 34, verse five. It says, those who look to him are radiant and their faces are never covered in shame. And so in this season of your life, Katie, I wonder how you would answer the question, what about Jesus makes you radiant? So I absolutely love this and did not even put together but I am memorizing Psalm 34 right now. And that verse is the verse I memorized, started memorizing this no morning. No way. Yeah. So as you were saying it, I was like, stop. Oh, that is awesome. Coming radiant. 
okay, but the question I what love that. <clears throat> what about Jesus makes you radiant today? Correct? That's the that's the question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's what I want to say. As I was meditating on this verse this morning, what occurred to me is how many things we look to for radiance besides Jesus. You know, face creams, <laughs> diets, you know, like antioxidants, <laughs> um, exercise. Like, there, it's really funny to, um, I mean, the word glow is out there, right? In the, in the physical space for women. Um, like, we seek this glow, this radiance. Yeah. And so as I was sitting with this verse this morning, I just thought about, honestly, you know, Rebecca, we've talked about this. I know this was so much of what was even behind the podcast, but Moses's face and and the radiance because he met face to face with Jesus. And so here's what I want to say. You know, you That's think right. about, we've talked, we've talked today about perception about how we perceive ourselves and how we assume other people perceive us. And so many times that begins with our scars that Satan used to shame, uses to shame us, to put shame on us, which is something that Psalm 34, 5 also talks about. And then when we begin there, we, we look at like, okay, what do I need to do in order to get people to perceive me the way I want to be perceived, right? And... And then we think about how those who look to Jesus are radiant and their faces will, are never covered with shame. And so the thing about Jesus that I pray makes me radiant today is his heart that can be demonstrated through my life. Like I can be radiant because I come into a a place with the hands and feet of Jesus. And I, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I can see others and love them through Jesus. I can serve them through Jesus. I don't have to show up with me on my mind. I can step into a place not confident of who I am, but confident of who Christ is in me and I can radiate his love, his goodness, his kindness. And I don't know if you've ever met somebody like that, but I can think of those people that I just look at. And I'm not talking about how their skin glows, and I'm not talking about their biceps and how toned they are, you know, or how that was a great color on them. I'm talking about the heart of Christ that I saw through the countenance on their face and through the joy in their lives, whether they were mopping a floor, cleaning a bathroom or greeting at the door. And, and so the gift of Christ in me, I pray is what makes me radiant today. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. We talk a lot about how I love how this verse shows us that, like you're saying, Katie, it's not something we muster up or strive to achieve by worldly means of skincare or achievement or whatever. It's actually the byproduct of being with Jesus, of belonging to Jesus, as we've talked about in this episode. 
those who look to him are radiant. It's what happens in us as we abide in him. And so I love that so much. Well, I am so excited about She Belongs, and I just want to make sure we point everybody to where they can connect with you, where they can grab the book. I know just based off how it's structured, this would be great for a small group setting. So walk us through all the things you want to walk us through as we close, as we point listeners to you. Well, thank you. Um, you know, you can you can go to shebelongsbiblestudy.com and everything that you'll need will be there. In the Bible study, you're going to get, just by purchasing the book, it's going to come with videos for each week. So if you're like, ah, you told me that my next step should be getting it and inviting two people, but I don't want to lead a Bible study. You're good. Like, you don't have to lead a Bible study. There's a video for each week. And there's even what we call group time questions. So I really try to make it super simple for anyone to grab a copy and do it with a couple of people. So it's divided into five weeks. There are six videos. So you kind of have this introductory video so that the first time you meet, you have something to go through. And then there will be questions to just kind of help you reflect as you go along each day. Um, There's four days of study. And then the fifth day is much shorter, so it's kind of like a catch-up day if you need to catch up, or uh, if you are one of those people that never gets behind, awesome job. And then that fifth day would just be an opportunity for you just to reflect and kind of go back to something or dig a little deeper if you want. Uh, So we really do try to design it to work with a busy schedule uh, and to be easy for you to take and share. Uh, but yeah, you can order that now. And uh, again, shebelongsbiblestudy.com. And I look forward to meeting you in the pages. Awesome. I'm so excited for that. Well, friend, I am so thankful for you. I'm so glad that you wrote this message for us. And I can't wait for listeners to get their hands on it. So go grab She Belongs. And Katie, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Rebecca. It has been a blessing. I hope you loved that conversation with Katie all about her new book, She Belongs, Finding Your Place in the Body of Christ. Go grab a copy of it today. Grab a copy for a friend. As Katie mentioned in the episode, go through the book together. I can't think of a better next step than that. And hey, if you were listening to this episode today and somebody came to your mind that you think would be encouraged by this conversation as well, would you do me a huge favor and hit share? and share the link to this episode with that friend or share it on social media. I would love to encourage their heart too as we all pursue this together. And so I cannot wait to be with you next week for another amazing conversation here on the Radical Radiance podcast. And if you're enjoying the show, have you left us a rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts? That is another really, really kind way to support the show if it's encouraging and equipping you to radiate Jesus in all all that you do. And so if that's the case, share that with your friends and leave us a rating and review here on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. I will be with you again next week. Same time, same place for another incredible episode. I'll see you then.